It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I like the Celtics' chances. And even to the point what um, was it Bruce Brown said about yep. uh, Daniel yep. Tice and, and yep. kind of spoke out of the house and, and KD kind of shot it down like, man, you know, don't, don't give do that, opposition yeah. any fuel to, you know, any fuel at all. And, um, and, and But you heard Daniel Tice talk about it. You heard other Celtics talk about it. So I think everybody is going to try to, you know, everybody's going to have to be in another gear. This is this is big time basketball. This is this is this is your big boy draws has to be on during this series. <laughs> and frankly, frankly, I love it. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. Somebody give me a napkin so I can wipe my mouth. All right, Max, we're finally here. The Boston Celtics up against the Brooklyn Nets. Easter Sunday, game one in Boston. And I think we're in for one heck of a series, man. It's another episode of the Cedric Maxwell podcast. I am Josue Pavone. He is Cedric Maxwell. Man, paint the picture for me. Easter Sunday, TD Garden. What can we expect? All the talk's been going on all week. We'll talk about the headlines and we'll talk about the storylines like we always do. Keeping it 100 here like we always do. But Max, paint the picture for me, though. What's game one going to look like between these two teams? Well, game one should be a testing uh, for both teams. They'll come out probing uh, to see what they what will work and what won't work. Uh, I think the Celtics want to play a full complement of their players. And Brooklyn wants to feature two guys. They want to feature Kyrie and Durant. And you're going to get a chance to see if two great players can beat seven guys. And that's why I think the Celtics have a, a definite advantage. Uh, Sunday Easter, man, I don't think it gets any better than that. I mean, the, the whole week, this weekend from Boston, is crazy. The Red Sox, just had, their opener. Red Sox just had their opener. They'll be in town. Uh, yeah. Then you have the marathon coming up. You have Sunday. Uh, this is a huge uh, weekend, but for the Celtics, uh, this weekend couldn't get any better than having Brooklyn come to town. Everybody's been afraid of the boogeyman. You can't finish second because you might get Brooklyn. Well, you got Brooklyn. And maybe you Brooklyn's, afraid, maybe Brooklyn's afraid of you instead of you afraid of Brooklyn. <laughs> I like that. I like the way you think, Max. And you know what? You know what else, too? The way this path goes, if the Celtics are to make a deep playoff run this year, it's a revenge tour, right? Is the Brooklyn Nets. It's, you know, the Milwaukee Bucks, if you move on that far. It could potentially be the Miami Heat. The three teams that stopped your playoff run the last three years. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that if you're the Celtics. But, of course, you have to come correct, right? You have to be that defensive team that you've been for the last for the second half of the regular season and go in with that same kind of type of energy. 
Well, I think the Celtics obviously are the team that's going to be maybe a little nervous coming out of the box. Uh, you know, you think of the guys that they have and what they're able to do. Uh, Kyrie Irving has won a championship. Durant has won a championship. The Celtics are, are they're a symbol right now. This is not a championship team. Uh, so they're going to have to learn how to maybe those first cu- couple of jitters, those first couple of moments. But I'll, I'll let you in on something. These first two games are critical for, for both teams. Uh, in the sense that if the Celtics win the first two games here at home, this series will be over in five. Wow. Okay. All right. My prediction is six, Celtics and six. But why, why do you say that? You, you just think they just be, they'll have the confidence they need to, to at least grab one in Brooklyn? Yeah, I, I think they would. If you go up 2-0 going into Brooklyn, uh, Brooklyn is a team that's been kind of up and down. Obviously, they want to defend their territory, but uh, you you want to put them back on their heels. And if you get them back on their heels, I think that you you gain confidence with the guys that you have, and they would play much better going into Brooklyn, considering that Brooklyn's back would be against the wall. Well, what do you make of some of these quotes that are coming out, right? Because obviously, everyone's going to ask. Uh, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum about Kyrie Irving, you know, well, what's the relationship like, you know, what, do you guys still talk? And, and they're saying, they're all saying the right thing, right? They're saying what you want to hear, which is, yeah, we still talk, but we know on the court that there's no friends there. Jalen Brown even was open enough to say, look, we didn't always have a great history when he was here, but now, you know, things have changed. And he's someone that I call a friend, someone that I still talk to. But when the game starts, you know, all that is, is it's put to the side. How much are you buying that, you know, going into this one? Obviously, there's a level of respect there between both sides, but how much is that going to play a part in this best of seven series? I think it will be. And why would I say that? Um, Because I think that you have Brown and Tatum. This this isn't their first rodeo. And they played against Brooklyn before. They played against Durant before. So I don't think that they come in with any kind of fear factor. I think they'll be a little bit nervous coming in playing the, uh, them, but this is the road that you know you've uh, you've kind of settled into, and uh, Milwaukee forced your hand even more by laying down uh, in the game that they played and right. put you in a position to be number two. If Milwaukee really wanted to have number two, they would have had number two, and you probably would have been playing Chicago instead. But uh, if you're going to the finals this year. Obviously, you have the toughest road. Uh, you have Brooklyn. You'd have possibly Milwaukee. And then maybe you'd have Miami. Uh, so I think that, uh, you know, you, you're going to be going through the, the iron of the NBA. It won't be a cakewalk at all. It won't be. But I think mentally that these guys are ready for that type of challenge. And obviously, it starts with the Brooklyn Nets. It starts with calling up against Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant. I mean, look, we could say – all you want about the Celtics defense and what has been lately, you know, in contrast to what it was with, with, with Robert Williams in the mix. And we'll get into that in a second. But without Robert Williams against these guys, I mean, it's essentially going to be you got to beat them one-on-one. They're going to be in situations because they're constantly switching that guys like Daniel Tice, guys like Al Horford, you know, guarding the perimeter against two of the best, let's face it, two of the best players in the world when it comes to yeah. ISO, ISO ball. How does that play yeah. out for the Celtics? And how much, how much is that going to, you know, factor into the Celtics potentially, I don't know, going to Brooklyn with a series tied or, or having this thing go down to a potential game seven, winner take all. Well, I, I think what happens is the fact that the Celtics have been a great switching team. 
And part of that has been that Robert Williams has been at the back, at the background, in the background. I think one of the keys is what happens with Tatum and what happens with Durant. The last time here in Boston, Durant was beaten really by Tatum. So if you can have Tatum even out or cancel out what Durant does, now you have all these guys against Kyrie Irving and you put Marcus Smart in the mix, who's going to be a key because he'll be the guy that's going to be matched up against Kyrie Irving. Um, yeah. I like the Celtics' chances. And even to the point what um, was it Bruce Brown said about yep. uh, Daniel yep. Tice and, and yep. kind of spoke out of the house and, and KD kind of shot it down like, man, you know, don't, don't give do that, opposition yeah. any fuel to, in any fuel at all. And, um, and, and But you heard Daniel Tice talk about it. You heard other Celtics talk about it. So I think everybody is going to try to, you know, everybody's going to have to be in another gear. This is this is big time basketball. This is this is this is your big boy draws has to be on during this series. <laughs> frankly, frankly, right. I, frankly, I love it. Yeah, you know what? It's it's funny. It's funny you bring that up because I was going to say the guy who with, with the least experience out of the you know the four superstars in this series, five superstars in this series, comes out and says that, and he says it right after the the, the win. You know, he's obviously feeling himself. He's obviously feeling a lot a lot of confidence flowing through him because he's thinking, well. There's no Robert Williams out there. We can attack Al Hofer. We can attack Daniel Tice. And I love what Emei had to say in response to that. It was like, well, look, there's no weak spots here. You know, that's the, there's a reason why we're able to switch as much as we do. And, and it's a success. And we've been able to blow teams out the way we did very good teams throughout that span, you know, the second half of the regular season. Celtics have more, one of the words my broadcast partner, Sean Grandy, likes to use. The Celtics have more ancillary pieces. And when you mm. think of Grant Williams, what Grant can do to you. He yep, can hurt yep. you. Uh, you. You look at um, Marcus Smart, we don't know where he could be shooting or being a facilitator, but we know how he's going to defend the ball. Now you start look, is Pritchard going to be shooting the ball the way he has? And I, I think you just look at all these different guys who can come in and make a contribution where you look at Brooklyn, they're more shorthanded. And, and I don't yeah. think... Anybody would say that. Everybody said, well, maybe Simmons comes back. And you hear Simmons coming back. Simmons coming back now scheduled for game six. Ain't going to be no game six. Right. You're going on vacation. Ain't no game six. It's not – I think it's going to be over for whatever team. But I think the Celtics are going to win it. But whatever team, I I believe it will not be a game. It won't get to a game six. This episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, including updated odds on the playoffs, fights, and even the next season futures. And don't forget that baseball is back and the start of the Major League Baseball season is finally here. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting in your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started, so head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Better line where the game starts. That's funny. You say game six. I heard from, I think it was ESPN. I think it was Woj. It was like, he'll be back either game four, five, or six. I'm like, what, what are we doing here? You're just going to throw him into the fire? This is a player who he hasn't look, played a game. He hasn't played a minute this season, Max. Look, I love that. Year. Man, he could either come back four, five, or six. 
I mean, that's, <laughs> a, that's, a, that's a big spread. Uh, are you saying he's... To me, if he just says... That's like a, that's like a two-week window, man. Yeah, if he says to me, you got a possibility of coming back uh, during the series. I think that he can do that. I, I, I live with that, but you're saying four or five or six, that makes no... that Your credibility kind of is, is thrown out the window. Like, just right. take a guess, man. You'll see where they're at. But I don't, I don't really concern... I don't think the Celtics really concern themselves with that. I think there's so many... Uh, so many ways the Celtics can come out and attack. And I think if you, even if you look at Brooklyn versus Cleveland, Brooklyn gave up a lot of easy opportunities to Cleveland in a game mm. that, uh, you know, it I got interesting. supposedly got was a game that Brooklyn was going to walk away with. Brooklyn was up close to about close to 20 at one time and, and Cleveland made it a, almost a, a two possession game. So I would have to have some concern right now if I was Brooklyn. It's interesting you bring that up, Max, because the way the Cleveland Cavaliers were playing, well, let's face it, I, I never thought they had a chance to win the game, but I knew they would make it interesting because they just they were they were fighting out there. But mm-hmm. when they got really thirsty, or when I should say they felt like they were they were gonna go in for the kill, that was their biggest mistake. And you know what they did, Max? They started doubling up on Durant, doubling up on Kyrie, and all of a sudden it was Lob City to Nick Claxton. Like and then yeah. I, I'm looking at it as like, okay, something don't do that. You know, don't fall in love with that because they make it attractive, right? They make it look like it's, oh, it's there for you. You know, it's there for the taking. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's an eight-point, 12-point swing because they're just, they, they've gone on a run, you know, whether it's, yeah, the I, I think, or whether it's from three-pointers from, from Kevin Durant. You know? I think that what you have to do, you're going to play it as it goes along. And I think the same thing can be said of Brooklyn. Brooklyn, what we saw with Brooklyn, they start double-teaming Tatum. And that left Brown open, that left Smart open, that left mm-hmm. Pritchard open. We get guys open on the wing. Another guy going to be Al Horper. He's going to come into play. So yeah. a bunch of veteran guys and a mixture of younger guys. I like the Celtics' chances, again, a lot more because of what they have on the table. It's unbelievable for, for him to even say that, Brian. Just one more thing about Bruce Brown, because it's like, listen, that's Al Holford on the other side we're talking about. That that guy has played over 100 games in the playoffs. Like He's proven that he can defend at a high level. He's a starting power forward. Like, I, I honestly think he's going to be one of those X factors that when you look back at the series or when you look back at the first two, three games, you're going to be like, man, he made an impact that didn't necessarily show up in the box score. But those switches, when they're going to try to attack him, they're going to be mistaken. Believe me, I, I've, I've seen it already. You know, mm-hmm. he's able to switch out there. You can leave him on an island. He'll 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 be able to, you know, he'll keep his guy in front of him. You know, even at well, his Yeah, another good one is when Grant is in the pick and roll situation. Another he's one, been yeah. very good at controlling that point of attack. Rob Williams did it, so he would almost bait you into shooting the jump shot and then go right. after it at some point after you release it from your fingertips. That won't happen with Daniel Tyson. Daniel Tice isn't the defender that Rob Williams is. We know that. But we know that Daniel Tice will throw his nose in there. He'll get 30. He'll, you know, get in the pick and rolls. He'll shoot the little jump shot a little bit more effective maybe than Rob Williams would do. So there are a lot of options which the Celtics have right now in this series to me. And if, um, you know, if Bruce Webber said about him, I, I really don't care because I said something stupid when it came to playing against Bernard King. I said, Ain't no bitch going to score 40 on me. I said that before the series started and went out and, you know, put my hand out to shake hands and he pulled his hand back. And I'm like, 
okay, it's on. So at that point, you got to yeah. put up shut up. And we held them to 20, 22 or yeah, 22 in Boston, 26. But then you he held them a couple of times. Yeah, but then he went down to New York and got crazy. But at the end of the day, uh, we put him out of his misery and sent him home. Can the Celtics survive a uh, Kevin Durant gone, gone crazy? Can they survive a 85-point game between the two or something like outrageous like that? Well, let me see. If you've got two guys who score 85 points. No, combined. Have, I mean. Oh, and yeah, you're yeah. combined for 85 points. Yeah. you got two guys right. score for combined for 85 points. And then you keep everybody else scoreless or or two or three points. Okay, you got 85, and now you got 90, 94 points. I think 94 points Celtics win the basketball game. That's so, a good yeah, you, yeah. you could That's you could defense. you could you could survive that. That that could be you could survive that. And right. I, and Marcus Smart is is going to be one of these keys because he's going to be the guy who's going to be playing Kyrie Irving heads up, be very physical with him challenge him on the box and uh, make it difficult for him. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I guess that's what that's my point, Max. I mean, like, the, these two can can obviously go off. They can obviously have a, a huge second half of one of these crucial games. But at the end of the day, I just think to what to what Sean Grady said, those ancillary pieces, I mean, look, there's Seth Curry for the for the Brooklyn Nets. But Seth Curry hasn't looked so hot recently, right? This isn't the Seth Curry that they necessarily need right now. I mean, they have streaky options outside of that. And you could say somewhat the same about the Celtics, but as a cohesive unit on defense, it's been consistent, you know? And whether we're talking about guys like Grant coming off the bench or whether he's starting or guys like Peyton Pritchard getting into the mix, you know, Derek White has has, um, has, has found his, his, his stride, you know, towards the end of the season. I mean, they got options for sure. And they 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 do their jobs on both ends of the floor. That, that's the difference, I think. Yeah, I think that is going to be the key. And here it is. What you said – is so true for Brooklyn to win for Brooklyn to make it close. Those two guys that you talked about have to have fantastic games that neither one of the guys can have a subpar game or an average game for Brooklyn. They both have to be on fire for Brooklyn to get an opportunity to win this series. Definitely. Absolutely. And I think Marcus Smart plays a huge part here because he's proven himself as the point guard of this team, that he can do it. They gave him the keys. He succeeded. And I think in this series, whether it's the, the, the stacking up assists, finding guys in the corner, or whether it's just being that point guard, knowing when to attack and when to pass, I, I think that's going to be a huge factor into this one. His offense, not just necessarily so defense. You think of it, the first couple of game, first couple of minutes of this game, that place is going to be rocking, man. It is oh, absolutely going to be hot outside it's gonna be everybody's chilling sunday weekend you know the sunday this is to get you down easter eggs and your easter bonding (laughs) three o'clock and your easter clothes man and you know get ready because this is gonna be a hot one in the garden yeah man i can't wait well max i'll be remiss if we don't bring up uh a, a, a certain uh member of the brooklyn nets had some had some twitter fingers words had some words for for nick gelso our guy here, CLNS Media. Man, I know this thing is almost a week old, but uh, look, we talked about it off air. We talked about it on the phone. I guess the, the talking points for the most part was this is hours before tip-off, to, you know, the, the, the play-in tournament game, or ra- no, rather the last game of the regular season. Brooklyn Nets, regular, last game for the Brooklyn Nets. And uh, KD's on Twitter, and he didn't like what Nick had to say, but it wasn't the initial tweet that got Kevin riled up, right? It wasn't the fact that he was comparing him to Larry Bird 
in terms of being who, which better is the, the all-time better small forward is because he talked about his personality and he said that he makes himself to be the victim and he uh you know he's gonna always be that try to try to be a villain called him a fraud and Kevin Durant said what he said right Kevin Durant kept it short and sweet and just said look funny how you know grown men people can grown men can be on on here and and act like uh, attention whores what's your reaction to that Max um I don't I don't think Durant understands that he can't fight everybody. I mean, this could be somebody in the basement, the grandma's basement, who lives there, and they got their fingers on the computer, and you're going back at him. You are one of the best players in the world. Don't step down into it. How many times you've said, never dip into the opposition. Let the opposition come and catch you. And um, yeah, but you know, it's the Boston vibes, though. I think the Boston thing hit a nerve. You, you know, guys, yeah, they and, want, they want to smoke with the Celtics. No, I think no, you don't I think so. I don't care. We, we, we've seen Durant do that from whatever it is. He's with Oklahoma. We saw him do it when he was with Golden State. We saw him do it against that's true. Uh, you know, Drake. I mean, it's so it's like all these these babies, he's going at people like <laughs> that was the only one that you could kind of understand, but yeah, like, okay, you can, you can get that I mean, drink, but like, you know, but but Jake ain't no player, he, he ain't no basketball player, yeah, not yeah, that I know of. I mean, this is Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is one of the best players in the world, and so if you're looking to get into a fight with anybody over basketball and what they might think of you, you're. Your position is solid. And I, I love when he, the, the one comment I love, and, and I think that's when Patrick Beverly was trying to rough him up and hit him with the body when they were, he was playing in a series one time. And Kevin Durant says, turned to the media and said, you guys know who I am, don't you? I'm, I'm Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> and Patrick Beverly later on said, you heard what he said. He said, I'm damn Kevin Durant. So if you're Kevin Durant to me, Stay up here. You don't need to. You don't need to go yeah. wallow in the mud with the pigs. Stay up here. You're you're, you're at the and, and no no offense to my guy Nick Joso, but yeah, you man, you kind of throw him in the mud right now, man. You don't need to. You don't need to wallow <laughs> that. You don't need to go down there at all when you are already at the mountaintop. You're at the mountaintop, and you're looking down into the valley, and you're saying, "Well, I want I, those people down the valley are talking about me." So I'm going to go down there and throw some stones up. No, you're in the valley. Let them come up to you and find you. So I don't I, – I just wish Kevin Durant would not have the the ears or that he has uh, on Twitter because it could be anybody saying something to Durant, and Durant always seems like he has a follow-up or, or a rebuttal. There's no need to have one. That's it. And, you know, hell, I have people talking about me all the time. Well, you you didn't do this, and you didn't know that, and Larry Bird did this for you, and you rode this guy. Well, you know, here let's give you some facts. Facts is that you know I'm a Finals MVP. Facts is I'm a two-time facts. world champion. Facts is I led my team in scoring many times. So you don't wallow down with like, well, you know, I, I don't care about your game. I know one guy said, well, uh, I think it was my highlight package one time. Guy said, "Well, all I saw was layups. Is that <laughs> is there a problem? Is there, is there a problem with having twenty four points in a in a world championship game? But 
do I go back at this guy going, well, damn it, you know, I did this. No, it's not about, even about that, dude. You know, I, I'm an NBA player, just like Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's an NBA player. He's a Hall of Famer. He's one of the top 75 players of all time. Why are you wallowing down in the mud with Nick Jelso? Why? It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, but Max, I think you would, if you had Twitter back in your day, I, I think you would get at some people, but you would get at no, players. No, no, You would get at Lakers. No. You would talk so much I crap would to not, Lakers players. I would not even. Get out of here. I, I have enough talk. After you did that to Worthy, no, you, missed, you wouldn't have got on Twitter and been like, hey, Worthy, nice miss. No. Like, great I would, free throws, Worthy. I might have won Low it. game, James, or whatever you would have called it. Win it. I might have won it, James. That's but what I, I mean. Would you would go, go at players, though. You wouldn't, I would you wouldn't go, go at. I wouldn't yeah. go down to, like, some Laker fan who said, you know, you suck and you this, that, and the other. <laughs> hey, some guy told me you couldn't carry James, you couldn't carry uh, Kurt Ramsey's glasses around. Oh, wait a minute, I'm going to go back at this guy to tell him, yeah, I can. No, if, <laughs> if, if it's a fellow player. Then that's something different, but if it's a okay, yeah, that's what I mean. A, a yeah. Random fan, I'm not, I'm not going down and making myself as small as him. I've said that about you know when you play basketball, uh, when you're right. big, when you have the ball and you get a rebound, keep it high. Now, once you get it down low, you become as small as anybody around you because you have the ball around your waist. Use your size. The size I have is that look. I played against these guys. I know these guys. These guys have respected me. And even if they don't, they might talk some noise about me. But at the end of the day, they said they have to respect me. And and that's why I said about Kevin Durant. There's no need. Who was he? Was um, It was another guy. Rappaport? Or wasn't it an uh, actor? Oh, he got into it with, uh, yeah. with Rappaport. Yeah, what yeah. the hell? Can he shoot a jump shot? When's the last time he was on the court? I mean, here's a guy who loves Scal, who kind of looks like Scal. So you're arguing, with, <laughs> wait a you're arguing with him about what? what? Why are you arguing with him? There's, there's no need. This episode of the Cedric Maxwell Podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you're hiring, you need Indeed because Indeed is the hiring partner where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. And Indeed is the only job site where you're guaranteed to find quality applications that meet your must-have requirements or else you don't pay. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites hoping to find right candidates with the right skill sets, you need one powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. Indeed partners you on every step of the hiring process. Find great talent through time-saving tools like Indeed Instant Match, Assessment, and Virtual Interviews. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of quality candidates with resumes on Indeed that match your job description, and you can invite them to apply right away. Plus, you only pay for quality applications that meet your must-have requirements. Indeed is the easiest way to find great talent, and according to Comsource, Indeed is the number one job site worldwide. And Indeed delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined. And that's according to Talent Nest. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring right now with the $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash Maxwell. That's Indeed.com slash Maxwell to claim your $75 credit before April 30th. That's Indeed.com slash Maxwell. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. Yeah. You are. I mean, it's because thing. he talks the most. That's why. And he's a public figure. This way. So you know, Durant, if Durant's getting that anybody, he's going to get that public figures too. He's technically here's, a public here, figure. Well, well, Joe, well, you look at Nick Joso. 
He's not necessarily. Yeah, but, but hold on, hold on, man. I was just gonna say public though, you know he looked, but you know he looked at his info. You know he saw CEO, CLS Media, founder, CLS. He's like, man, this guy's talking trash. Don't act like Kyrie doesn't know CLS Media. Let me let me just Come do on, it. man. Let me do Durant, it. Like Durant, are, Kyrie, they know CLS Media. If you are, if you are an elephant, are you concerned about what ants are doing? <laughs> Unless they have an ant mouth, you you're not concerned about that. That that's not. I, I think it's I think it's more you. of Durant. Like I think Durant just loves putting people on blast. Like it's like a. It's like a drug for him or something. The way people with Nets fans go, oh, you really got him there. And or, then, or Clutch and Point, is, that, Clutch point that, is like, oh, but, another one bites the dust does, or whatever. No, but what it does, it puts them into a position of looking small. That's all that does. I mean, you, you, so what you got, you you, you shut some, such and such up, and that guy's still tweeting along. It doesn't make any difference what he says. I mean, wasn't it, wasn't it the Rock that said that? That said that you know, excuse me, sir, what is your name? You, the guy who said, it doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> that's, that's the same same way I look at look at the rank. That's what he should be. He should be like the rock. It doesn't matter what your name is. It doesn't I swear matter to what the handle is. I swear to you, I never saw that shit coming when my friends would say that. And it pissed me off almost every time. Yeah, oh, I yeah. hated that shit. Yeah. Hey, by the way, yo, what, what, what class do you have next? Oh, I got it. Doesn't matter what class you have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And it's it's funny, but it's to a point. It doesn't matter what yeah, Nick Jones has to say about. Now, if it was an NBA Hall of Famer, say when you see Kareem going yeah. at going at um, LeBron, then that's a different matter. When you see another NBA player going at somebody, oh, that's that's a different matter. But yeah. when you have a regular civilian going at a <laughs> superstar. Hey, hey, CEO and founder of this I company, don't give a right? damn what CEO and founder or whatever. Nick Joso ain't never shot a jump shot, took a charge in his life. Unless, like, uh, who was it? Uh, Michael Irvin said, unless you were in your backyard someplace, and, you know, <laughs> at Halloween and your mom gave you a, a basketball uniform. That's that, that, that's the point. And I, I love when he said that. Some guys up there said, "When's the last time you were, you know, a football player?" He said, "Oh, when you, yeah, I know when you when your mother dressed you up for Halloween and you put on a, a giant uniform." That's the last pictures, time you actually put the football in your hand. Like. Yeah, yeah. So that, that that to me is it's it's beneath me. It's beneath me. If okay, I'm Durant, right. if you're Durant, right, right, exactly. Oh, man, that's funny. All right, uh, before we wrap up, man, um, another report from ESPN. Yes, I was just going to say, another report from ESPN. Uh, This one's from Woj, another one from Woj. He's saying that there's a good chance that Rob will make a return uh, before the end of this first round matchup against the Nets. Potentially, if there is a game six, they're saying he's ahead of of schedule. Is this game four, five, six? Which one is it this time that he's talking about? He's coming back. (laughs) This one? one. This one he's a little more narrow, I guess. <laughs> narrow it down. To be it's not better. three, four, five, or six. It's not yeah, three, four, five, like, six. Okay, okay. That that to me is like it's so so random. But I think so the what timetable it should be around around game five or game six. Is the time. Well, what I've been hearing, and I heard some something people talking about that said Rob Williams is now doing two a days, and that he's working right. out. And so, if you're doing two a days. Obviously, there must not be a setback. 
And right. that's what you really look for. Is there swelling? Is there soreness in the knee after you work out? And I remember distinctly, you know, when I had my surgery and had meniscus and came back, man, there was, there was swelling, there was soreness, and I couldn't really move, you know, the way I wanted to move. But so Did they ever move a part of it? Was it a, yeah, similar, it was was a, it a similar procedure? Okay. Meniscus, it was a partial tear, and they took one of the flaps out, and there was irritation. And, man, I'm telling you, it was it, – it was – it was very pain. It was painful and sore in trying to go back out and, and play essentially on one leg. What Robert Williams is doing, going two a days, that to me shows me that he's getting confidence. He's getting strength in the knee, and the subjects would not put him out there if there was discomfort or if there was swelling after he got mm-hmm. through work. Yeah, that's exactly what Rob told the media. Uh, he spoke. He spoke to us earlier in the week and said that. Uh, he feels great. He knows his body. He's very comfortable with where he's at, and he's he's felt the the progress thus far, so to speak. You know, he's felt that the, what the difference he he's been feeling the last couple of weeks compared to now. He's like, I'm on the right track. So that's obviously good news. Well, it is good news, and the fact that when he had the surgery, he came out of the surgery, and he said he felt instant relief. Mm-hmm. So that was a good sign for the Celtics. And these two a day workouts. Cross your fingers if you're a Celtic fan right now. Uh, that there is no setback at all. If there's no setback, and, and the good thing about it, there are no second night of a back-to-back. You know, yeah, you, you, right. have, you right. have length in it. You're going to have Sunday, Wednesday, right? Sunday, Wednesday? Yeah. Game so one, Sunday, game two. Sunday, Sunday, Wednesday, and then you go to Saturday. and then Monday, Saturday, Monday. You, yeah. have, you have a lot of time to heal, recover, treat, and do all those things. So maybe Robert Williams is back sooner than later. Yeah, and that's the luxury of the first round. You don't get that type of schedule beyond the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So that's that's mm-hmm. huge for the Celtics. Yeah, for sure. All right, Max. So you're saying Celtics in game one, Celtics in game two. That's your official prediction. And you're saying what, <laughs> Celtics in five? I, I'm still thinking if they can win these first two games, this series will be over in five games. That's my prediction. Okay. All right. I'll and, here, and put it Celtics. this way. If they lose the first two, the series is going to be over in five. So either way, these first two are critical wow. games for both teams. So it could go the other way, huh? Could yeah, that's my fear. That's my fear. If Brooklyn steals one, then that that could, that could change the whole complexion of the entire series. Because then you're going into game two with a lot more pressure. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we've been through this. It happens in the playoffs, but... When it, when the when the road team steals steals one, it it gets interesting. It always does. Well, series. that's when that's when they say the series begins. Exactly, the, the old saying says. Right, and that's why it's going to be critical. Those first couple of minutes, will the Celtics be able to get over their nerves? Because this is a nervous situation when you play in Brooklyn, and you have two guys right now like Kyrie and Durant who are world champions, and they've done it on the biggest stages. So. They have the experience, but I don't think they have the manpower. Well, we'll see. We'll see, of course. You already know next week we'll be back with another episode. Uh, it'll be between when we're uh, switching cities, right, Max? So it'll be perfect. We'll recap games one and two and uh, plenty more, I'm sure. As We'll have something happen in the game one and game two, something crazy, maybe some friction. Maybe we'll get some uh, – maybe it'll be a chippy series. I, I think we'll, we'll be in store Well, I guarantee you this, Kyrie's not going to go out and step on the leprechaun this time. And will no, that, I don't think will, will, that. will that be, will it be blowback from that? 
So, uh, you know, you're, you're bringing in, 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 in my... Well, now it's a new my, one, right? It's going my girlfriend's thing, a new one. In my thing of the NBA or all these people who come to different cities, there's certain players who come in and they, they become villains. A-Rod became a villain. Kyrie has made himself a villain. So you don't think, you think of, you know, these different scenarios. And, and uh, Kyrie has put himself in that position. And great players, this way it is, just way. Great players love it. Great players yeah. embrace it. Great players, yeah. they, they bathed in, in all the mm-hmm. criticism that, that happens on the floor. I think nothing, and I believe absolutely nothing, motivates Kyrie more than that. More mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. you, people saying you can't do something or more than the odds are stacked against you. You don't have a chance. I mean, that's, that's when you see moments like we saw the NBA Finals when he hit the biggest three in Cavaliers history. You know, that, that's when you see him rise to the occasion. So he's going to do it, man. I mean, listen, he, he's been averaging 30, over 30 points over the last 15 games of the season. The Nets went 10-5 and five to end the regular season. They had to scratch and crawl some of those wins, but – Best believe Kyrie's going to come with it. I don't think he's going to he's going to have a, a fluke of a game. Well, I don't think he'll have a rubber dud. Yeah, yeah. But but the thing yeah. that happens for the Celtics is that you have Marcus Smart, one of the best defenders ever to lace them up with the Boston Celtics at that size. So I'm really I'm I'm really going to be focused on that matchup uh, throughout the series. Jason Tatum. Going up against Durant again, those two guys who cancel each other out, and as you as as you and I like to say all the time, what are we gonna keep this thing right now? We're gonna keep it on a hundred. Keep it on a hundred. We're gonna keep it on a hundred and tell you for the real deal. All right. So anyway, you fans, thank you Absolutely. for subscribing. You know, clicking. Yes. You know, you make us drop in. You make us. You, you make us. Well, you are our. You are our six man. So. um Thank you for joining us. Absolutely. We'll see you guys next week.